The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can get, win 100x. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Last-minute tickets. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. I'm just about that action, boss. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no voice, no guy. It's me, really real, villain real. It's Ralph Furman Jr. here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. And you know I'm here breaking down the Thursday night football slate with my co-host. You know the guy, Scott Studio Rice Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Overall, doing pretty well. Looking forward to week seven. Should be fun. I know as for my props, didn't exactly work out last week, but we did both agree on the side and the total. And that got oh, there. Uh, I'm so ready. Let me just go ahead. Well, whatever it was. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> it was a really Sometimes. ugly game, but the Chiefs got there. I mean, it was really never in doubt. You, there's no situation to bet Russ. There's it really never shouldn't have been in doubt. The Chiefs made it interesting late because the Broncos actually scored a touchdown, but now nah, the game was basically never in doubt for the side. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there was no chance. Like Russ is just, and it's not. It's I get it. It may not always be Russ's fault, and there are some Russ apologists out there. I think Scott is a closet one. No, I think he's. Concerned. I think he's bad. I just once again think there's bigger problems with the team. See but. there, that's the apologist things. When you say there's bigger problems with the team, there is no bigger problem for this team than Russell Wilson, and it is because his stench is on the team. I'm telling you, this team. Even if they were to go tank the rest of the season, get the first overall pick, and have Caleb Williams, and for somehow, some way, Russ is actually backing up Caleb Williams. 
Caleb Williams would probably be bad because Russ is still on the roster. I, I, I think this is 100%, 100% Russ's stench. His stench is just stinking up this organization. He has to go. I think he has to go too, but they can't get rid of him because his contract's so bad. Yeah, I know. I don't know how they're supposed awesome. to get rid of him. Nobody wants him. Just cut him. Take the L. I say just take the L. You, I, you'll get better karma by Russ being off the team than him being on there. I think you go, and you're probably going to be fighting with the Bears for the worst record in the league because Carolina doesn't have their first overall pick. And if you get it, you should just cut him and start fresh. Just start The Bears fresh have the lost. number one and the number two picks right now because that's how bad the Carolina trade was for uh, was that, that was the Bryce Young trade. Uh, yeah, that went with uh, DJ Moore. And not good for Carolina. DJ Moore and a first-round pick. It's pretty, it's pretty tough L there. Yep. But here we are, another week in Thursday Night Football. We have – this one actually is an interesting one. The New Orleans Saints are welcoming the Jacksonville Jaguars to town. Saints? Scott, earlier this day, at one point I thought I was tripping. Because the line got up to minus three Saints at one point this today. It opened up at minus one. It got up to minus three. I saw it earlier. I wasn't tripping. I, it was there on multiple books. And then it came crashing back down to minus one. 39 and a half is the total in this one. That opened at 45. There's actually a pretty substantial injury report here. So I'm going to go ahead and read that off for the people. And we have here... Uh, the news that everybody is curious about, everybody wants to know about, and what's going on with. Trevor Lawrence is on the injury report this week. He has he had a knee sprain. He does have a brace on in practice. He did not practice on Monday. He was limited on Tuesday. C.J. Beathard took all first-team snaps. I say all that to say I still think he plays, but very much so. Very much worth a note. Zay Jones still has not practiced. He isn't looking likely to go. You have Walker Little, the offensive tackle. He didn't practice. Brandon Sheriff, the guard. He didn't practice at all this week. So they both missed two days of practice. Uh, Tyson Campbell, really, really good corner that's starting to break out for them. He did not practice with the hamstring injury at all this week thus far. And Davon Hamilton, the only person on this injury report that has logged two consecutive practices the defensive tackle, he has done two full practices for the Jags. And we get to this lengthy injury report for the New Orleans Saints. Jawan Johnson has been listed as questionable, but he has not practiced the first two days of the week. We have Tyron Matthew here. Oh, I lost the page. Tyron Matthew here was a limited all week. Chris Olave limited all week. Jamal Williams limited all week. Derek Carr limited all week. Cam Jordan limited all week. This is all basically just precautionary. I expect almost all of these people to play. I don't necessarily know the outlook for Jamal Williams, but I expect majority of these people to play. But Demario well, Davis. Reason. Oh, well, I'll, I'll no, no, I'm telling you, it's a really, really long injury report here. That's why yeah. I'm actually going through it. Demario Davis didn't practice. Ryan Ramscheck, the offensive tackle, he did not practice in the concussion protocol. Uh, James Hurst, the guard, Landon Young, the other offensive tackle. They both did not practice this week. You have a DB, a JT Gray. He's just more in depth. He did not practice. So very, very extensive. It, it says a lot, but it also says nothing at the same time. But what was your point? 
I've always going to be the main reason for the line movement was Trevor Lawrence because there were some doubters out there if he'd actually play in this game. And according to earlier reports, he's been progressing pretty well with the knee injury. So the reason for the line move has been the likelihood, the increased likelihood of Trevor Lawrence actually playing. So that's the big reason why the line has moved two points on a Tuesday. So, well, it, I mean, has it really moved? It moved and then moved back. Some people believe that he wasn't going to play. Other people believe that he was, and yeah. they literally pushed his line right back. Yeah. So the reason for it to go up to three and then down back to one has been the injury scare of Lawrence, which appears to not be as big of a deal as they thought. Yeah. I mean, I think Lawrence plays. I don't have any. I don't think he's going to be limited at all. I think this is all precautionary. I think that if the playoffs were tomorrow, he'd be playing. I say all that to say. Saints by a million. Oh man, Saints! Really, you're taking the Saints in this one. I knew you were taking the Jags. I knew you were going to go Jags. You're so predictable. Are I'm you just really shocked you're taking the here? Saints. Are you really on the Jags here? Yeah, I don't think the Saints are, do are you, any good. How do you possibly take the the Jags? These are in one of the possible worst spots in I've ever seen in my life. Which like, spot this is, is possibly, that? They. This is not only did they play two games. They were in London for two weeks. They then okay. come back home to play a game and then immediately go back on the road in a short week. Like, no, this is a terrible spot for this team. And just to ask, they won all three of those games, right? Yes. And so now you're expecting them to win a fourth? You think I, think the sca- I think the home game was a worse spot than this one. No, they, they're leaving. They're leaving home again on a short week. They I think just the Saints are just bad. Have you ever gone on a trip, literally just got back from your trip, and then you have to leave again? Do you know how tiring that is? I think it's tiring, but once again, I don't think the Saints are any good. I, I, yeah. I don't want to lay one with the Saints. You won't, you won't show bet this. You want to? I 100% will. The Saints are going to... I kind of owe you, I kind of owe you one because you handed me a gift with the Chiefs against the, the Bears, so we, we can make it up. We haven't done that in a couple you of can make this. You can make this one work, too. I'm that confident. We can make this one work, too. No, because I was that confident in the Chiefs, and you didn't do two there. So we'll go one. We'll keep doing yeah, one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're if you so serious, what what possibly makes you want to go Jags here? I just think Dennis Allen's an abysmal head coach. I trust, P- I trust uh, Peterson to find a way. And I just think that even though Lawrence is healthy, this Jaguar team is pretty good. Simply put, they had a nice game against the uh, Bills, which impressed me. I think that ETN's a solid running back. I like the receiving core. The defense has been solid. Not great against the pass, but then again, Carr, it's the same story with Carr every year. He puts up decent numbers, but the red zone numbers aren't great, and the offense isn't that great in big situations. I just don't trust the Saints. Simply put, I just think that this game's going to be close. It's going to be ugly, and push comes to shove. I trust the Jaguars to make the winning plays more often than the Saints. I'll take the Jaguars in this one. No. I, so your I, spot on the Saints is solely schedule based or you actually like No, it's actually involved? no, it's actually these team, the Saints are actually the better team. Like when you look really? at it, you think, the, you think they're better than they Jacksonville? They are by far they are by Jacksonville is overrated. Jacksonville by okay. far is overrated. It can be. I think the I've Saints are not very good. I got them against the Bills and ju- and what was just a better spot of the fact that they bid in London and the Bills just got to London. But you look at these offenses, they're really not that that much different and they're both uh the Jags 13th in total yardage, Saints 20th. You look at passing yardage, and it's even closer than that. The Jags are 12th, and the Saints are 15th, so they can keep up through the air. 
it's just through the ground where the Jags really have the edge, 15th in rushing yardage and 23rd for the Saints. But that doesn't take into account the fact that the Saints were without a running back for like two, three weeks. So, uh, I mean, it's really the defensive side of the ball where it's just night and day difference. This Saints defense is completely way better. Fifth in opponent's yardage per game opposed to 21st for the Jags. You have six in opponent's points per game opposed to 15th for the Jags. You look at the look at what they do versus the pass. They're better versus the pass. They're better versus the run. They're just overall better defense. And I think that this in a spot in New Orleans where this team has been on the road for two games straight, they took a L. They had a really, really good outing against the uh, Patriots and then took that nasty L against the Texans. And it's not like they have a travel spot because guess what? New Orleans and Houston are right next to each other. So they've been here for a while. They've been sleeping in their beds for a while. They finally get to play a home game. It, it, this this Saints team is going to absolutely get up for this game. I think the Jags are in a very, very sleepy spot, a very, very bad spot of having to go right back on the road after just getting back home in your bed. You get a week in your bed and you're already back on the road before the week is even up. So, like, this is just a really, really bad spot for this Jags team that I think is criminally overrated right now. I just want to see quickly who the Saints have actually played so far this season because – I could have sworn they haven't beaten anybody worth a damn this entire season. Oh, uh, just looking at the numbers here, they beat the Titans in week one. Didn't the Titans are any good? Yes, they're solid. Very okay, I, I don't. They're very solid I don't think the Titans are that good, but they won that game. Uh, they beat the Panthers. Panthers are the worst team in the league. And they beat the Patriots. Now, they did win 34 nothing on the road. Scott, you're doing so. the same thing you always do. You get so caught up and what you get so caught up and you're not looking you're in you're in the rear view. You're in the rear view and you always are a week late on these teams. I'm telling you, you're a week late on this Saints team. They may not be that good, but this is an amazing spot for them at home where they have one of the best home environments in the league. I'm just I'm just saying. Like I'm looking at these games that they've played and I'm trying to think of any good opponents they faced off against. The best team they played against was the Buccaneers and they lost by 17. They, beat, and, they played and, the Titans, they played the Panthers, they played the Packers. That turned out to be a really bad loss. Uh, lost the Buccaneers, played the Patriots, played the Texans. And the Jags' best loss is the Bills who just got to London. I mean, the best okay. win is the so, Bills who got to London. Like, that's their best win. The Bills who just got to London. Yeah, the like, Bills that, are, the best, uh, are the best team that both these teams have matched up against combined. And yet the Bills were in a terrible spot. Like, why are you so clearly? The, do you think the Bills are a better team than the Jags? Like, just straight up one-on-one, do you think they're a better team? Yes, yeah, so right now the Bills are struggling. Okay, but yes, the Bills know. are better. That, and they lost to the Jags. So give me the Saints here. Saints money line. Uh, I'm just saying Jaguars have, have one, two whatever. losses. They have a mutual loss against the Texans, but they did lose to the Chiefs. Like I'm going to give the Jaguars a pass on that one. I, I just think the Jaguars have played better competition. Even at Atlanta's better than most of the. I know. I, I get what you're saying. Like you have a point, but I think you're not handicapping this game. And you're handicapping what you've seen to this point, and not this one game right here. This game right here. Is a game for the Saints. I f- I think Derek Carr finds a way to underachieve in the red zone, and they find a way to blow this game. All right. I think it's a winnable game a for both teams, but I think Dennis Allen and Carr are going to do something stupid. I would be impressed and shocked to see the Jags win this game. I don't think this is a winnable game for the Jags. I think this is a terrible spot against a team that is way that is way better than them defensively. However, we'll, we'll reevaluate thought. on the show bet. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> I'm not reevaluating. Are we going to reevaluate that, by the way, on the afternoon game show or on? Or they can't. That's before the game, so we'll do it no. on the next Thursday night. No, I ain't got to. We don't got to reevaluate anything. I know what I'm doing. Well, no, I'm saying I, we can't recap that because we were. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. We'll be back here on Thursday. Night. Yeah, no, we'll do it. Ab- we'll do it the next week. It's fine. 
everybody, every, everybody will have all week to know, though, that I won. All right. Second chance survivor. Are you already knocked out of your survivor? You haven't been tailing, you know, the sports gambling podcast if you're knocked out of your survivor. But have you it's okay yet? because we got you covered. We got you covered. Have you decided yet for this week? Yeah. Might be classified. I'm just asking if you've decided yet. No, it's, it's not classified. I'm giving my picks out. It's Bills. Like, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to think about it. Mac Jones sucks. His Patriots team sucks. I'm just going to take the Bills. This is, yeah, this is, this, even in a sleepy spot, like, this is, Mac Jones messed up the spot, closure. The sleepy spot was against the Giants. No, I'm, I say more of just because, uh, the fact that, you know, it was the revenge game and, you know, all that stuff may be there. But no, there's no, there's no way they lose to this Patriots team. Like, I, I, I can't see that happening. But, however, it's, it's Bills. For me, it's Bills. Clearly, it's Bills. But presented by Corey Sp- Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties is our NFL second chance survivor where if you, I mean, even if you didn't lose your first survivor, I'm pretty sure that... Of course, you would want to play another survivor. Who doesn't want to play more survivors? So it's free. Make, Why would you not want to? It's free. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. $3,000 is up for grab. Winner take all in survivor. And the NFL Gambling Podcast, us, are giving away a $50 SGPN gift card. And all you have to do is just leave us a review. Leave us an Apple Podcast review with your favorite touchdown related bet. And guess what? The biggest winner is going to get that gift card. So first, make sure you include your YouTube username so we can contact you because we're not going to have a chance to reason. Like We're not going to be able to contact you through the review if you don't leave your YouTube username. So make sure you leave your YouTube username or we're not going to be able to contact you. But just like pick your the, the highest odds on the touchdown bet wins. And, you know, I think a pretty solid touchdown bet in this one. Uh. Well, not in this one, but this week. I like the I'll Colts. say we could, we could save this one. because I, I, I like the Colts. I think the Colts are a pretty good touchdown bet. Or Colts defense. I think that's a pretty good touchdown bet over the course of the week. Uh, whether it's Deshaun Watson, whether it's P.J. Walker, whether it's, you know. Probably Walker. Johnny Manziel. Even Johnny Manziel could probably, walk Probably Walker because they won last week. Yeah, I mean, the whole that Watson really thing is should, weird. It should not have anything to do with it. That was a that was an ugly rain game, and I it has nothing to do with it. But the, there's lost. something weird about Watson because he got cleared, and then there was a bye week, and he's still not playing. There's something off with that Watson situation. Yeah. Whacking off too much, sir. But could be. Make sure you go ahead and get your favorite touchdown related bet. Again, biggest winner gets a fifty dollars SGPN gift card. All you have to do is leave us an Apple Podcast review and. Make sure you leave your YouTube username in the review. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, where they introduce Scorchers, where you can get a spicy 100x payout. Hey, man, we've we've been a, we've been close on some of these Scorchers, man. You you get a couple of Scorchers in your contest, and you're good to go. I hit one the other day where it was Khalil Mack to get a sack. Like, come on, Dak Cone Prescott, Khalil Mack. It was easy. Make sure you use those scorchers and 100K Sunday is still going on. People are winning $10,000. You have to make sure that you pick a higher or lower on the, the listed player, take that bonus, and get a chance to win $10,000 along with a chance to hit your underdog contest. Limited time only, underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. To get that, make sure you use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com. That is 
promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com for your first deposit bonus up to $500. All right. We're going to be really quick here on the total before I go into I like the under. another read. It's, it's clearly the under. Like, I don't know why. At this point, there's really nothing you could – there's no matchup on primetime that you could send me that I'm going to take over. Like, there's not one matchup that you could make for me. And I sit here and I say, hmm, I should probably take the order there. Like, especially on Thursday night primetime. Like, primetime overall unders are just amazing. We're not even watching these games. Thursday nights aren't even... I'm happy they're not on TV. That's how bad the games have been. I'm happy they're not on regular television. It's been that bad. It's so clear to take the under. The one exception was the Eagles-Vikings game. I'm actually shocked you took the under. Eagles-Vikings game was the only exception. That was actually a high-scoring game. Every other game's been a rock fight on Thursday night. But you're looking at the uh, Jaguars and Saints. Even though I am picking the Jaguars to win, I'm not going to ignore Trevor Lawrence's injury. And we know Derek Carr finds ways to not score touchdowns in the red zone anyway. What do you have? Three hundred sixty something yards last week, and they scored thirteen points. I can't. I, I, I can't. I can't take an over with these teams. I'll go. I with can't the believe under. you're picking the Jags to win a low-scoring game versus. Once again, I think the Saints are going to embarrass themselves in the red zone. So I'm they going with the Jaguars. So they are so going to prove you wrong. <laughs> they might, but I see a 2017 type game. I see no, pretty much not, the exact not. same game we just saw with the Cowboys and Chargers on Monday Night Football. It's just an ugly idea. overall game. I think there is a point that this line does fall n- enough where I where I probably am not betting the under. Like if it if it goes under thirty nine, then I'm probably not betting the under. But at thirty nine and a half, I'll still I'll still bet. The it's under. probably going to go up, right? Like once Lawrence gets confirmed, to probably crosses forty, if I had to guess. Yeah, probably so. And then you come back in on under. Yeah, it, it's it's under or not? It's like under or anything. Like one hundred percent. I'm also picking the Jaguars because, once again, I don't think the Saints can score. So I, I think both defenses are pretty solid. You think the Saints defense is better, I think they're both still above average, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know. I actually don't think the Jags defense is that good. I okay. think they're okay. I, I think they're okay. Like, okay. But that's not good. Yeah, okay is not average is not good. Yeah, this Jags defense is So what score, so what score do you have? You have, like, Saints set, like, 20 to 10, something like that? Like, what do you have? Well, uh, Ah, uh, no, I actually think it's a little bit closer to like, I think the Saints team is that because I'm not going to jump, I'm not going to jump too far ahead, but I think the Saints team has a chance to put up points. I'll go 27-10. Okay. I, I don't think, I don't think the Jags win. Do you think they fall on just house them? Yeah, I think, okay. I think the Saints are going to whoop the Jags. Okay. Like, I don't think the Jags are going to be able to do anything offensively on the road in this spot. And I think that this Saints offense needs the wake-up call. Like, it finally needs that wake-up call of having a really good game. And this matchup gives them great matchups that they really, really can exploit. And we'll talk about that when we get to our props. But first, I got to talk to you about the game time app because there was a time that I used to be stressed getting tickets. I used to go to, you know, some of the other monopolized ticket places and and get tickets from there. No more with game time. It's so easy. They make it easy. I can pick my location really, 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 really quickly. And it's all right there. It's pictures. They show you where the seats are. They do all of that. And it's so easy to get last minute tickets. Like I don't have to sit here and try to scramble. I don't have to go talk to some guy on the corner that's selling tickets outside the arena. I can just go on the game time app. Promo code uh, CFBX for that $20 off. CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Download the Game Time app. 
create an account and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And remember, if you find a ticket in the same section in the same row for less game time, we'll credit you the 110% the difference. Again, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform where you can go and just research all of your bets. Like if you are that gut handicapper, you're that fun handicapper, you have your, your side for this, maybe you need some data and some stats to go along with it. Hall of Fame Bets can provide that for you. They also have this revolutionary parlay optimizer tool where they'll break down your parlay by leg and let you know the expected probability of the whole parlay. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching the Hall of Fame Bets. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HallofFameBets.com. Use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning. Hall of Fame Bets. All right, Scott. First touchdown time. I'm going to throw over to you. Who are you doing? Who are you playing? Whoa. Pause. Who are you playing this week for first touchdown? All right. Uh, so for first touchdown, I did go back to four. I did two for each team. Uh, so starting off with the first one, I went with Olave at nine to one. He's the number one receiver. Jacksonville's very good against the run, but they do allow a decent amount of passing yards because teams don't bother to run it against them. And the Saints aren't a good running team. So give me Olave at plus nine hundred as my first choice. I'm going to go with Evan Ingram as my second choice at sixteen to one. Uh, New Orleans has allowed a touchdown in two straight weeks to opposing tight ends. And Ingram uh, ended up playing at least 71% of the snaps in every game so far this season. So I am going to go with one of your favorite players, Evan Ingram, at a 16-1. to Uh, Moving on to the next one, I'm going to go with another Saints wide receiver. I'm going to go with Shahid. I'm going to go with him at 16-1 to as well. He's had two touchdowns this season. He had one last week. I think the value is pretty solid there. And my last one's going to be the backup running back to ETN. I'm going to go with Tank Bigsby at 26-1. to He has two touchdowns this season. And Lawrence hurt his knee, so I do question if QB sneaks will be actually a viable option on the goal line. But Bigsby has been subbed in before if ETN's tired, and Bigsby was a pretty physical running back at, at Auburn. I went with him as my long shot at 26 to 1. All right. Do we overlap yeah, we, on any of those? One. We okay. did one. I'm going to guess right. it's Shahid. It is. Good job, Scott. Thank you. Okay, there we go. Good job. All right. I guess I'm starting with my New Orleans Saints. I do too have Rashid Shaid, 16 to 1. And when you look at the numbers, we talk about DVOA. The Jacksonville Jaguars are second worst in DVOA to opponents, wide receiver three. Now, wide receiver three can be completely subjective, but for this game, I know there's a clear receiver three. You have Chris Lave as wide receiver one. You have Michael Thomas is wide receiver two, and Shaid is wide receiver three. I think that he he does provide a skill set where Derek Carr likes to target him. You've seen in that Titans game where he gave Shaid a specific route and said the ball is coming to you. So I think that he has a relationship with Rasheed Shaid, and I think that it's a very good opportunity. So 16-1, I'll take that. For my second New Orleans Saint. The issue here is that I'm waiting on the injury report. So I have two names here, and I'm playing one of the two. I have Foster Moreau at 23 to 1 and Juwan Johnson at 17 to 1. So we look here at what the Saints, not the Saints, but what the Jags do. I think Terrell just lagged out for a second. 
I'm assuming he was about to say the Jaguars are bad against the tight end position, if I had to guess. Uh, yeah, they're not good to get covering the tight ends. I will point out that from the research I did and the reason why I did not include Moreau or Johnson on there was the fact that Jacksonville is actually not allowed a touchdown to a tight end yet. Now, they're giving up a lot of yards, but so far they've been okay in the red zone against tight ends. I'm assuming that's what you're going to say, Terrell. You there, Terrell? I think he's still frozen. All right. So anyway, while Terrell uh, goes into the, I don't know, Wi-Fi purgatory, I guess, trying to get his Wi-Fi to work, uh, I already went through my four. Once again, I got Olave, Ingram, Shahid, and Bigsby. You can probably talk me into anybody else if you wanted to make a case for some depth guys. It's a low-scoring game. Totals in the 30s. Those are the four that I like. All right. I was saying before, Terrell, before you lagged out, that you were going to say Jacksonville's bad against tight ends. Is that the point you are going to make? Yeah, they are. They're terrible against tight ends. What they do against tight ends, fifth worst in uh, yardage to the tight end position. They are sixth worst in terms of DVOA to tight ends. It, it, they're, they're really bad. And so you look at what Juwan Johnson was doing before he got hurt. He was playing 70, 80% of snaps. And so I love Juwan Johnson for a first touchdown here. But if Juwan Johnson doesn't go, it's still Foster Moreau's show. And he he has that relationship with Derek Carr coming over from the Raiders. And he's he's looked for him and he's played majority of snaps. And so, yeah, I think Foster Moreau has a pretty good opportunity, too. So whoever is the starting tight end in this game, I'll be playing their first touchdown. Foster Moreau, 23 to one and Juwan Johnson, 17 to one. And what about your Jaguars? For my Jaguars, I got Christian Kirk at 11 to one. And going back to the same stat, Saints really, really good against number one wide receivers, fourth best in the league in terms of DVOA, fourth worst against the number two. And that's where Christian Kirk slates in this game. Zay Jones still has not practiced this week. I don't expect him to come and play during a short week. I think they give him one more week, take the extended rest, and then play him the next time out. So I'm playing Christian Kirk at 11 1. And I took Trevor Lawrence at 21 because I think he's fine. I think he's a little banged up, but I don't think it's anything that's hindering his play. And I think they're just being cautious. And so could I see a situation where uh, this Saints team has been so good against the run and they get in close and this they can't punch it in with the running back and Trevor Lawrence takes it himself. So 100%. Maybe it's a touch push for a touchdown for Trevor Lawrence. I could see that. He's a really uh, huge individual. Pause. And so, yeah, give me Trevor Lawrence, 21. Christian. I think Kirk, the only concern I had with Lawrence was not even the fact that he might just be a little bit hampered. Do you think the play calling might be affected at the goal line with Lawrence's no. injury? No, no I think he's fine. I okay. truly think he's fine. I think there's really, I think he's, he's just a little banged up like every single football player is when you're playing a contact sport. So okay. I really don't think there's anything wrong with them. I think this is all precautionary. Christian Kirk, 11 to 1. Trevor Lawrence, 20 to 1. Foster Moreau, 23 to 1. Or Jawan Johnson, 17 to 1. And Rashid Shaid, 16 to 1. That's my card. I feel like I'm going to hit another one. Well, if we hit Shaheed, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> All right. Let's get into props before my Wi-Fi shuts off on me again. Scott, we're not switching the mojo up. What's your first prop? All right. Uh, so I actually went with two defensive props in this one, but I'll do my offensive one first. I went with Alave over 61 and a half receiving yards at minus 115. That line just feels too low to me. He's had at least 86 in four of the six games of the season. I said it before, but I'll repeat it. Jacksonville's allowing 270.3 
passing yards per game because they are so good against the run. Teams just decide to go pass happy against them. And that is the second most in the league. Olave is a number one receiver. We know he's very good. We saw him at Ohio State. I'll go with him to have a pretty good game. Once again, 61 and a half in a dome is pretty low for a team that does give up a lot of passing yards. I'll go with the over for Olave. And he had a good game last week against the Texans. I also had Chris Olave as uh, my first prop here. And you look at what the Jags are doing. They're giving up about 84.7 yards to the top receiver in the opponent's offense, other opponent, and yeah, in the opponent's offense. And so I think this is a same handicap as you. I think this is opportunity where Olave really goes, goes in and has a nice game here. And, you know, looking at him from last week and how he kind of stuck up for Derek Carr in one of those passes, uh, they were asking him in an interview, I was looking at it, about a pass, and he was like, man, I should have looked up earlier. And ultimately, when you look at the pass, it was clearly Derek Carr's fault. But Chris Olave stuck up for him and said, that, hey, man, I got to play better. And I think that this is a week where he sits there and he takes that to heart and says, yeah, I'm going to play better and I'm going to get whatever I want on this team. He's been over this line in four of six. Chris Olave over six, two and a half is receiving. That is my number one prop two. All right. So you want me to go second or you want to alternate? Go ahead. Okay, uh, so now I got two defensive props, both Jaguars guys, actually. I'm going to go with Josh Allen over a quarter of a sack at plus 110. I'm really surprised it's plus 110. I guess the argument is he's had six sacks in two games, so his numbers might be a bit inflated. But he's had seven sacks already this season, and New Orleans has really not been good at protecting the quarterback. You mentioned some of the offensive line injuries when you went through the injury report. So New Orleans might be a little bit limited on the offensive line as well. But the Saints are allowing 3.2 sacks per game, which is tied for the second most in the league. And I said before, Jacksonville's a lot, uh, Jacksonville's bad against the pass, good against the run. Jacksonville's only allowing 75.3 rushing yards per game, which is the third fewest in the league. So I do think that might affect the play calling of the Saints. They might end up choosing to attempt more passes. We saw them play from behind last week. They threw a bunch of passes. But I do think looking at this overall spot, we know Carr can be a little bit, I'd say, lazy when it comes to just keeping the ball in his hands. It feels like he kind of should throw the ball away faster than he actually does, and he kind of gets a little bit lazy in the pocket, and I think that he might get sacked because of it. But you're looking at this number, a quarter of a sack for a guy with seven sacks already at plus 110 for a team that's allowing the seventh most sacks per game in the league. I think it's a great price. I'll take Josh Allen over a quarter of a sack at plus 110. All right. For prop number two, for me, I'm going to Travis Etienne under six. I think Terrell liked out again. I think. Did he like out again? Yeah, I think he did. I'm assuming he's about to say Etienne rushing yards under because the Saints are good against the run, but I'm sure he'll Steve bounce back. Yeah, I'm sure he'll bounce back in in a minute or two. Uh, but anyway, while he's once again fixing the Wi-Fi, I guess I'll do my third prop. It's very, very obscure, but I am going to go based on the recent performance of this player. I'm going to go with a Jaguar safety. I'm going to go with Andre Sisco. I'm going to go with him under one and a half assists at minus 125. He's had one assist in the last three games combined, and his number is one and a half. So I do think this number is a bit high. I'll go with the under for Cisco. And he's also going to under this number in six of his last eight games. Welcome back, Terrell. All right. Yep, I'm back. And this has probably happened more times. So sorry about this, everybody. I am on, you know, Spectrum sucks. I'm, I'm working on it. Cox sucks too. Actually, every internet provider sucks. Either way, 
You see it under 16 and a half rushing. You look at what the Saints are. They have one of the best rush defenses, ninth best against the running back position. And as a matter of fact, they have actually not allowed this line in any game except for one. The one person, Derrick Henry, week one, 63 total yards. That's not good for the most part. Yeah, I mean, Saints are good against the run. So makes sense to me. You know, yeah, ETN's is- been... He's been very good the last couple of weeks, so we'll see yep. if they can bottle him up. But once again, they're going to have to. I, I would stack the box if I was the Saints. All right, last prop: Alvin Kamara, twenty-nine and a half receiving, and this is just more. Of, I think this is a Kamara, even though Jags defense is pretty good run defense. Have you know allowed some pretty large totals, seventy rushing yards to Pacheco, hundred and five to Bijan Robinson. Alvin Kamara, I think he gets this one done. Over. I think you're still lagging. Out. My bat. So, so you said rushing or receiving? Receiving. Okay. I still think the Kamara day ran through the air and going through receiving. He just has so much usage that yeah. I'm the worst against receiving season. So. I think that they've given up this long to if you add this time splits. Yeah, I mean Kamara on one game this season, his first game actually. I wanted the receptions. I didn't see the reception. Yeah. Yeah. It thir- it thirteen receptions in a game. Like I, yeah. I can't, can't go against Kamara for that. Thirteen catches in a game is absurd. So yeah, I, I don't mind the Kamara over as well. I wanted receptions, but I didn't see a line posted. I'll probably get it starts, but I'll give out the receiving line. Receiving your over, over 29 and a half. Cool. All right. Let's go ahead and run through DFA and dog before I lag in. You're, you're still lagging, but we're trying to do our best here. That's fine. All right. Scott, just go ahead and try to figure this out. Go ahead and give the people your DFS lineup. All right. Uh, So starting off with the captain spot, I am going to go with Chris Olave. Uh, Once again, I'm using FanDuel and Terrell is using DraftKings. I have Olave as my captain at around a salary of 12,000. I think it's a good spot for him. Jacksonville secondary, I've mentioned before, has been really underwhelming. And Olave has built up a bit of a rapport with Derek Carr. He was good last week. I think he's in line for another good outing. So give me Olave in my captain spot. I have ETN in there. I know, once again, the Saints are good against the run, but the usage is there. I do wonder if the play calling is affected by Lawrence's injury. They might try to be extra safe. ETN's also caught some passes, so there is some PPR value with him. But I did take him in one of my flexes. I had to take Kamara for the reasons you said. The usage is crazy. It's PPR. I can't go against Kamara. So I took Kamara there. I included Jacksonville defense which is a risky play, but I think it might be a solid low ownership play because of the injuries to the offensive line. And you make an argument that the defenses might have a great game combined because, once again, the offensive lines are injuries for both sides. But Jacksonville's good at getting after the quarterback. The Saints are not good at protecting the quarterback. I went for the Jaguars' defense. And my last pick was Evan Ingram. The Saints, once again, allowing a touchdown to opposing tight ends in back-to-back weeks. I think 8500 is a pretty good salary there. That's my fifth guy. All right. I think you're completely wrong about this game. <laughs> I might be. But All right. 
for my captain, Alvin Kamara, like I said, I think that he's going to have a big game. I think he will actually be able to break the mold like Pacheco and Bijan Robinson be able to run on this Jags defense. And I think he's going to get the passing work. He should get into the end zone a time or two. So I like Alvin Kamara as my captain. I have the Saints defense. The Jags are missing like three of their five offensive linemen potentially in this game. You do have what people assume is a compromised Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's that compromised, but I don't think that he's going to get much help from an offensive line that is really, really banged up in this one. And I don't see ETN doing much for them. So I really don't think that the Jags have a chance of moving the ball in this one that much. Derek Carr, because he's the quarterback, and I want to go ahead and get that stat going with Derek Carr, Alvin Kamara, and my next guy, Chris Olave. So very easy in having those three in the lineup. I do have Foster Moreau in the lineup. I am watching the injury report. I will flip-flop between Moreau and Juwan Johnson. Depends on who who gets the start. If Juwan Johnson is active, I'll probably go with Johnson. But if not, it's clear-cut Moreau here for me. And I said everything I need to say about what and how bad the Jags are against tight ends. And for my lone Jacksonville Jaguar, Christian Kirk, because I think that somebody's going to have a have a day. And I'm going with Chris Kirk. Okay. They know they know a lot about uh, Calvin Ridley, so I expect to see Calvin Ridley mashed up with Marshawn Lattimore, and they you know scheme him out of the game, and that opened things up for Christian Kirk. All right, that's DFS. I feel richer already. Lock touchdown. I'm letting you go first. Yeah, I feel like that's always been the mojo. No, I'm has, sorry, but I'm worried about you lagging out, so I'm gonna let you go. Yeah. <laughs> For my lock, it's so easy. Give me the Saints money line. And the Saints are going to... There's no situation that I see that the Jaguars being better than the Saints in this game. I think that offensively, they're going to be super limited with the banged-up offensive line, and I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball at all. I think that's going to make them a one-dimensional as a passer, and that's going to fall right into the Saints' hands, who are really, really good against the pass. And so I don't think that offensively they can compete. And on the other side of the ball, I think the Saints can do enough. I don't think that they're going to have to be a world beater out here, but I think they can do enough to get a win here. So give me the New Orleans Saints money line. That is my lock for my touchdown score. I am just going to, I mean, John Johnson hasn't practiced at all this week, so I'm going to feel pretty confident and just go ahead and saying, give me Foster Moreau at plus 550. Okay. Uh, so for me and my lock's going to be a player prop. I'm going to go with Olave over 61 and a half receiving yards. Uh, him and Carr definitely have a connection there, and I do think that Olave is easily the most talented roster, uh, talented receiver on the roster. Michael Thomas has actually been okay this year, but Olave's got more upside, and we know that he's not afraid of catching a deep ball every now and then. So I'm going to go with Olave over 61 and a half receiving yards as my lock at minus 115. And for a minute on touchdown score, I am going to go with Evan Ingram at plus, uh, what was the price on that, 320? I like the price on 320. Saints have not been great at guarding tight ends. And I do think when you're looking at Lattimore probably shutting down one of the receivers for Jacksonville, that's one less mouth to feed at the goal line. Give me Ingram to continue the tight end trend against the Saints at plus 320. All right. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? No, not really. Uh, I can't even say I'm looking forward to this game because it does not look that entertaining on paper, but hopefully we'll get a good game. I'm looking forward to watching the Saints smack the Jags. Uh, quick underdog lineup before we get out of here. 
just going to go ahead and throw in Chris Olave, higher, 6'2 and a half receiving yards. Run something with Kamara if they have re- either receiving yards or receptions. But We can go with Kamara, higher, 29 and a half receiving yards because that's all they have. Sure. And let's play one of your defensive props. Which, well, you who are you want to get? Do you want to go with the Josh Allen, whatever one? Uh, do we have, let's see, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. No, we don't have a Josh Allen. Uh, I doubt they're going to have Cisco. So they nope. probably don't. So have they don't have, they don't have your uh, receiving props. I'm trying to think of what else I am really tempted by in this game. Is there a kicker prop that I like? I don't know if there is a kicker prop that I like. It's supposed to be a very low scoring game. So I don't, I don't know if I have a third guy that I actually like for this spot. It's I mean, tricky. I think Terrell liked out again. Uh, yeah. As for underdog, I'm trying to think of what else I really like. I mean, if Terrell's really concerned about just the overall protection that, well, I am going to ask this since Terrell thinks the Jaguars kind of get killed. And since ETN is going to be kind of bottled up, do you want to go for like a pass attempts prop? Are you tempted by that at all, either for Carr or for Lawrence based on game flow? Not really. Okay. Is there anything you like? What? Uh, Cisco four and a half was an assist this year. I like the under on assists. So that's that's why I don't even have tackles. I just have assists. All right. Do you want to just go with uh, ETN under? Screw yeah. it. Yeah, okay. let's do it. All right, we're playing my card today. It's all on me now. Lower, Travis Etienne, 16 and a half rushing. Higher, Chris Olave, 62 and a half receiving. Higher, Alvin Clare, 29 and a half receiving. Yeah, it's my, it's my fault. I took two defensive props that Underdog was clearly not going to have. So that this completely just, yeah. Yeah, it man. It's all right. It's all right. It's all on me. I can, we, we can do this, Scott. We're good. Cash this Underdog lineup. Oh man, we're gonna get so many bad reviews for my terrible connection. I'm just I can't wait to see those come through, and I have to go now. Tell everybody that my connection sucks again. So, all right. Once again, that right Spectrum now? starts with an S, ends with Spectrum. An Cox, everybody, everybody sucks. At Rachel Radio, I'm at really real underscore underscore. Make sure you leave us a review. And talk about my crappy connection and leave us a five star review. And don't forget to put that touchdown in there and leave your YouTube name so you can win the contest as well. Other than that, yeah, I really don't have nothing to say, nothing else to do. I'm really trying to get out of here before my connection messes up again. So we are out of here.